This is a podcast from SPH Radio. Another week, another episode of Adulting with Celeste and Jill. We need to figure out how do we say this. Celeste and Jill, Jill and Celeste, adulting in general. How are we describing the show? Yeah, we've been having a bit of problems with our podcast because, you know, the name. We didn't realize that there were so many other podcasts out there named Adulting. But I think if you just search, you know, Adulting with Celeste or Jill, you should be able to find us. Yeah, because I mean... Adulting is a very generic name Mm Because you never know who's going to be on the show Ha ha Mm -hmm. Intrigue We might have a guest Yeah, but this is the only adulting podcast You need to tune into Hey hey Yes, especially (laughs) if you're local Because I mean who cares, right? If you're adulting in America, if you don't live there. <laughs> so today, Celeste, what, what what do we want to talk about? So the way we're structuring our podcast, I feel we're going through like the milestones in Jill's life. Because you know, she's at peak adulthood at the moment. So in like the last couple of years, you know, you got married, you got a house, you adopted two dogs, and now you've got a baby on the way. I feel so accomplished. This happened in like two years. Yeah. And in our last episode, we touched a bit about marriage and, you know, your marriage. So I thought in this episode, maybe we could talk about pet adoption. Yeah, okay, okay. That's yeah. a natural progression of things. You you get married and then you try out your child-rearing skills on a dog first. Yeah, it's a big step in adulting because a lot of young couples, you know, that's one of the first things they do after they get their own house. They get a pet. And they make many, many mistakes. So we will, we will talk about them now. Okay, mm-hmm. first mistake they make is they get a puppy. And I will explain. I have two dogs. Right. The first dog is Blitz, who is now... Oh, she's nine years old. She's nine years old now. And I got her from the canine unit, right? The police force. And Mm -hmm. I was told when I got her, she was already seven and a half, which is normal. Any military working dog, they retire at about seven, eight. So already you are not expecting a young dog. You're expecting a more mature dog. And a lot of people told me, don't get her. She's older and she'll die. But so far, she's been an absolute angel to have at home. She's so well-trained and she's so chill all the time. She is. She is the best, the lowest maintenance dog ever. So I think it's really silly when people say don't adopt older dogs, especially if you are a first-timer and you've never grown up with dogs, you have very little experience with them. An older dog is the best way to start because they naturally are more mellow, they're more set in their ways as well. You don't have like puppy issues, you don't have teething, you don't have much training to do so definitely if you're a first timer I would suggest an older dog and especially adopting from places like the police force SCDF or the canine unit highly recommend and when you put them side by side to say a puppy because your second dog Steve was a puppy when you adopted him right yeah so the second dog was kind of a cop-out. I felt played out by a lot of my friends because they saw Blitz, right? Yeah. And they were all like, oh my gosh, I want to adopt. I can't wait to adopt. So my friend who was a vet told me uh, she has this litter of puppies. Would I be okay with helping foster a puppy? And I said, sure. I know a lot of interested people took the dog and I expected him to be adopted in about two, three months. It's been almost a year and nobody wanted him. Are you still putting him up for adoption or have you given up at this point and you've decided to take him in? Technically, he is still up for adoption because in Singapore, you can't have two dogs. Oh my, are we getting you in trouble? 
No, because he is technically still up for adoption. Okay, okay. I, I like that. So how has it been, you know, so far uh, with Steve? Because he's a puppy. He requires a lot of time, a lot of attention. What's the experience been like? Totally under-equipped. Even after you've had experience with Blitz, you feel like you're under-equipped to handle Steve? So that's the second mistake that people make. Mm. Uh, I grew up with dogs, my husband grew up with dogs, but of course, we didn't actually grow up with puppies. We didn't take care of the puppies. That was more, you know, our parents and the helpers at the time. So you really forget how much effort and how tiring a puppy is. Mm. We were not well prepared because... Yeah, we you know we, we knew you had to put a puppy in a crate, you had to do crate training. Right. We, we knew all the basics, but it was just really, really tiring. And the amount of time and effort and money that you have to spend in taking care of a puppy is a real commitment. So again, if you've never had experience with dogs, I really would not suggest getting a puppy. Yeah, because it's really like taking care of a baby. You've got to feed it, take care of it, you know, deal with its tantrums. And -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are very inclined to, you know, adopting puppies because they're cute. I mean, who wouldn't want a puppy? But there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with it. So what do you think are some of the things, you know, people should consider before adopting a dog? Definitely time and finance because Mm. you need a lot of time. Sometimes the puppies don't sleep through the night and they start crying in the middle of the night and then you're not going to get any sleep and you need to know what to deal, how to deal with that. Right. Um, You need to have so much discipline with a puppy at a young age. Constantly Mm. training them, doing tricks like sit, stay. You have to form that bond. It's not just, oh, it's so cute, it's a puppy, I'm going to carry it. So there's a lot of effort on your part. And then the money aspect. You got to get them vaccinated. You got to get them their shots. You know, you don't know what food, what what puppy kibble they are good with. So they might have an allergic reaction. And vets are expensive. Yeah, and you're putting Steve through dog training at the moment. And they cost a bomb, don't they? So mistake number three that Singaporeans, I feel, make. They do not get their dogs training. They Mm. think, oh, I got a branded dog. You know, a schnauzer, a labrador, a a, a poodle, a, Mm. a corgi. I don't need to train these dogs. All dogs, whether they are a mongrel or they're a breed, uh, you know, a pedigree dog, they right. need training. And training can be as cheap, inverted commas, as $160 <laughs> per training session. To or as high as? To 300 plus per session. Aye, aye, aye. So it's a lot of money. And I do agree, training is very important. Because based on our experiences, um, it seems like the feistiest dogs are always the smaller dogs. Because they don't know they're small. Yeah. And and the misconception that a lot of owners have are that, oh, you know, my dog is small. They're harmless. They don't need training. But that's a huge mistake. Every dog needs to go through training at some point. Yeah, because you, you think about it in human sense, right? Mm-hmm. If you're at a bar and this guy who's smaller than you is just yelling insults at you, you mm. can ignore it for so long before you approach a guy and tell the guy to piss off, right? Yeah. Same thing with dogs. My dog, no matter how well-behaved it is, if a poodle is constantly barking at my dog, my dog is going to react after a while. Right. So training, training, definitely 
for all breeds, all sizes, definitely training. Yeah, and also time, you know, because I know a lot of people who have dogs, they are working adults, you know, they're not home all the time. You need to factor that in as well, you know, after you're back from work, you got to spend time with the dog, play with them, take them for walks. It's a huge commitment. Especially when you think of how long Singaporeans work. We work long hours. We get in the yeah. office at 8, we get home at 8, you're tired, you're hungry. You know, if you're living by yourself and you don't have a helper, you come home, you got to cook yourself your own dinner and then you still got to take a dog down and more often than not your dog needs a really solid half an hour to an hour 40 minutes walk you know so if you skimp on that if you're like nah i'm just gonna cut it short take him down for a 10 15 minute walk your dog is gonna have too much energy still and you're probably gonna wake up to him ruining your house because he'll get bored at night and especially if you have a puppy as well I'm, i'm not sure it's the best idea to have a puppy as your first and only dog just because they need a lot of time like for you you left steve with blitz the older dog so he was able to deal with your absence a little better would you say yeah exactly so if you have more than one dog they kind of keep each other company Mm -hmm. assuming they get along well and of course not all dogs get along well the first time around but if you are only having one dog and it's a puppy and you're leaving it alone for eight hours that is just cruel Uh, The other thing we have to consider also is whether or not you want to have your own family because I've come across a lot of young couples who adopted a puppy very early on in their marriage and when their baby came along, they didn't have time for the dog no more and all of a sudden the dog got neglected. So uh, you've got a baby on the way as well. Is that something you're worried about? Like not being able to manage? (laughs) I mean, I don't think we're... I don't think we're going to be able to manage regardless, but (laughs) giving the dog away is not an option. Yeah, definitely. I think the minute you choose to adopt a dog, you can't just return them. I mean, they're not goods, right? So if you really want to adopt a dog, there's a lot to think about. It's like what Caesar Milan says, the dog fits into your life. Right. So you make sure the dog knows its place, which is why it goes back to training again. So if the dog is used to getting too much of your attention Mm -hmm. and then suddenly the baby is taking away your attention, the dog is going to act up. The dog is going to bark. The dog is going to possibly resent the baby. So you got to have all of this figured out. I mean, if you know you're going to adopt the dog, that dog is with you for life. So you got to figure out. Basic, sensible adulting. I mean, it's common sense. You don't make decisions, rash decisions for that matter. Um, Really think through before you adopt the dog. And again, always adopt and don't shop. Exactly. And you know, a lot of things for you to read, a lot of reading materials, especially if you're thinking of adopting like a military dog. Mm. Uh, You know, I I hear the myth that, oh, if you don't adopt them, they kill the dogs. They don't. They They take care of their dogs. (laughs) Kudos to the canine unit for taking such good care of the dogs and training them so well. In fact, there is an adoption drive happening from now all the way to like August, mid-August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and further on, I mean, they're publicizing it to August, but you can always email them and should they have a dog that is suitable, they will let you adopt it. And then the other myth about that is that a lot of people I know don't want to get narcotics dogs. Why not? Because they think that the drug dogs, you know, their personalities are warped because they're trained to smell the drugs 
which is totally not true. Blitz, totally not true. Who is my angel dog, is an ex-narcotics dog and she was a champion sniffer. So, I mean, she's the most mellow dog. She is so good with people, so good with children. It's amazing. Yeah, Blitz is honestly one of the best dogs I've ever come across. And, and Steve, you know, when he's not aggressive. <laughs> he has his moments. Yeah, so, so I think that about sums up, you know, pet adoption. If you'd like to find out more information, just log on. There are a lot of pet shelters who would be more than happy to help you with your queries. Yeah, so just to recap, if you're a first-timer, I suggest adopting an older dog, mm -hmm. be financially ready, mm -hmm. and definitely get training. And with that, you know, we've come to the end of the episode. Now that we've covered the dogs, you know, in the next episode, let's talk about your baby, Jill. Similar, yes. I see how that's a natural <laughs> progression for the next episode. Adulting is a production of SBH Radio. It's hosted and produced by Jill and Celeste from Kiss92. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home.